Imagine, you're 22 years old and seven months pregnant. You're driving home at night, alone. You're driving through a small town in New Hampshire, a small town you're familiar with and you believe it's a safe town. You feel no danger. It's a very hot summer night. You decide to stop at a closed store to buy a cold soda from a vending machine. Then, before you know it, you're approached by evil. You're attacked and stabbed and left for dead. But you survive. Later, you are told this monster has been hunting the Connecticut River Valley and has several victims that did not survive. Imagine you are told you are his first survivor. I am Jane Borowski. I was attacked and stabbed 27 times by this monster in 1988. This monster hunted the Connecticut River Valley in the 1970s and 80s. I am his first survivor and what most believe his only survivor. And this is my story, but my story doesn't end that night. My life was a facade for 20 years. I was not the person people thought I was after my attack. I was a very angry, depressed, and lost person. I felt so alone for so many years. I felt as if my attack was my fault. I cried a million tears in silence. For years, I was slowly killing myself with my addiction. My addiction was my escape from reality. It was the escape I so desperately needed to escape the reality of my attack. And at the same time, I was destroying my life. My worst enemy was always my memories of what happened the night evil stepped into my life. I was emotionally exhausted. I was then diagnosed with PTSD. What people who do not suffer from PTSD don't realize is if you have had any trauma in your life, you don't just get over it and move on. You are forced to make space for it. You carry it, you learn to live with it, and sometimes you thrive because of it. All my wounds healed fairly quickly after my attack, but it took years to heal mentally. I allowed his actions to run my life. He almost destroyed me not only physically, but mentally. I now have control over my life. I am in control of my destiny. I am no longer a victim. I am a survivor. My daughter Jessica also survived, but not without complications. School was very difficult for her. All I ever wanted to do would be accepted by my parents. Jessica has always inspired me to do my best. She has always been my biggest supporter. My mom is the strongest, bravest person I know. Jessica will also share her story. She will talk about her struggles, how she always wanted to just fit in and have friends, how she was just a little different. I am going to share my story so that people who suffer from PTSD 
can find hope for a happy, normal life. I want you to know you are not alone. We can get through this together. And most of all, you too are a survivor. Through this podcast, we will not only hear from Jane and Jess, we will be covering all of the Connecticut River Valley unsolved cases in detail, speaking with family members and professionals involved in all the cases. We also will not stop at the Connecticut River Valley unsolved cases. We'll be exploring more unsolved cases, reaching out to those involved and impacted. This is a platform for truth and healing. My name is Amanda Bedard. And I'm part of Jane's team along with my husband, Drew. Hi, I'm Drew Bedard. I've known Jane much of my life. She was a very close family friend. She babysat me. I knew about her story and her deal from an early childhood age. However, I was not able to speak with her about it until later in my teen years. Not because Jane was not open, but I didn't know how to broach the subject with her. I didn't want to make her feel like a victim. I still just want to treat her like she was, Jane, a great friend. One thing I hope to bring to this podcast, from my perspective, is how do those close to the families, close to friends, close to victims and or survivors, help them day to day by asking them, how's their life going? Ask them about the attacks, not in a way that could possibly be triggering them, but that's what I want to find out from all the different people we speak with how can an outsider how can a family friend bring up the subject without causing more harm we want to find out what is the best way to tackle that subject what's the best way to bring it up in conversation i first met jane through my husband immediately my warrior soul recognized hers and we clicked we're on a mission to heal and help others and help give others like Jane a platform for their truth and healing. Evil exists in this world, but we do not have to let it win. This is Invisible Tears. 